there and welcome back to the Pylon Ultra Podcast. This is episode two of our latest series of Sprint Podcasts and we're doing it a bit differently this time. We are topping and tailing me to you, you to me. Not in a Chuckle Brothers fashion but more in a Paul and James fashion. I am James Stewart if you don't already know and we're going to be talking this week a bit about the... And well, we talked last week about comparison, and this week we're going to talk a bit about looking for shortcuts. Let's call them microwavable magic bullets, and why, in certain instances, and in fact, most instances, that is not a sustainable approach for long term development and growth and running. I will talk to you a bit about what that looks like from a running and an athletic point of view, and then Paul will come back over the top and he'll talk to us a wee bit about some examples in life. Now, I'm going, what I'm going to do is a wee bit different this week, I'm going to list a bunch of reasons why looking for shortcuts in your athletic life and let's just talk about it in your training is not a recipe for long-term success i'm going to list a number of things that will really bring to life why shortcuts may work in the short term but in the long term they're going to cause some harm or some degradation of both motivation capability or capacity to grow so let's start with the first thing If you're taking shortcuts, i.e. you might be skipping sessions or you might be trying to condense activity, there's a good chance you might lose some of the fundamental and foundational skills that are part of being an athlete. Things like skipping out on drills um, or not practicing on, you know, specificity on certain terrains, thinking you can just run flat along the canal when you're going to do a mountain race, are going to mean that you're going to lose some of that hill strength or maybe going to lose some of that technique you might want to take in a one mile or a 5k race. The second thing is... When you look for shortcuts, and I have seen this lots in athletes, and I see it lots in life and in work as well, you start to see people's work ethic diminish, as in when you skip a session, it becomes easier to skip the next one or the next one after that, or looking for an easier way out, i.e. when you might say, oh, I've got a 20 mile run today with six miles of tempo i'll just skip the tempo today because i just don't feel it sometimes that's just because you've been looking for shortcuts or you've basically lost a bit of that motivation and i found myself in that position earlier this year it was easier to back off than it was easier to keep going and what i try and do when i feel like that is i try to add a wee bit more in so instead of going well i'm going to not do that six miles at tempo today i maybe do six and a half miles at tempo today just to reaffirm that you have to work hard and you have to give that bit extra if you want to achieve long-term results Also, when you start to do short cuts or you're looking for those microwavable magic bullets, you start to become less satisfied in your training and your performance. That sense of accomplishment that comes with doing something that was at the edge of your capacity and capability, when you take shortcuts, that capacity and capability at the edge of it, you touch that less and in fact you reduce what that is. So definitely something you want to be avoiding. Then you end up with inconsistency in training, gives you inconsistency in results. Effectively, your results become less predictable and you're probably scratching more to achieve what you should be within your your um, capability. And that's not a great thing because that can then start to result in diminished work ethic, reduced satisfaction. You can see where this is going. And of course, if you're looking for shortcuts, if you're skipping out on things, if you're trying to condense your 16-week block into an 8-week block, then you're going to end up with a risk of failing because the reality is that you will, um, you know, you you won't be able to reach your peak and it will take a special um, performance to get over the line. Um, And the risk of failing can also lead to you trying to take other shortcuts in an event. Um, Now, I'm not suggesting anyone listening to this podcast would do that, but we know one of the most obvious shortcuts out there is 
taking something that will give you performance enhancing drugs or or we see it often and we've seen it quite markedly with a, a pretty famous athlete recently you might take a shortcut on the course um, a, a literal shortcut as well as a figurative one and those two shortcuts are probably two of the most dangerous ones out there for athletes then there's a bit of a loss of trust as well when you're taking shortcuts, i.e. your coach might not trust you to complete the, the task at hand and will be trying to work out ways to motivate you, as in they'll give you six sessions in the week and hope that you achieve five. Or you might loss, lose trust in your coach because you're not getting the results you want and it can affect both of you and that's something you should think about and whether that's a formal coach that you might have with pile and coaching or whether just someone is helping guide and support you. Once you start going into that shortcut space, the motivation for both parties to go after the, the games and the goals kind of diminishes and all of that will result in reduced growth you will not become the athlete you could be if you scrimp and scrape at the training you're trying to do or you look for shortcuts to um, achieve that those microwavable magic bullets will result in you not becoming the athlete you want to be as I said like for example you might not become the mountain runner you want to be you might not have the strength and health you want to be if you avoid some of the sessions, as in you've got a hill session but you decide just to do it on the flat or to find a shallower hill, then you'll just not get the specific benefits you're looking for, yeah? Um, and you become dependent on, potentially, um, you become dependent on good luck getting you over the line. And then the last thing I want to say with shortcuts, and I can't stress this enough, and this is the one thing I want to finish off, if you take nothing away from this, bar what I'm about to say, it's the most important thing. What I see in athletes, what I see in people, and what I see in growth all the time, is patience and a long-term view. And if impatience results in you maybe trying to go from a zero to a 70 mile week one week, or if impatience means that you think, oh, I've had three bad weeks, all I need to do is have an amazing week this week and that'll flatten that out. If you become impatient in your training, it will result in you becoming more prone to trying to find microwavable magic bullets that get you over the line, those shortcuts that will help you, those things that basically try and bypass the long-term strategy and effectively mean that your impatience becomes your impingement. So when you're running, it's often, often about patience, whether that's in an ultra, starting off at the right pace, whether it's in the training block, building the mileage and the intensity and the workload safety, or recovering adequately. That's another shortcut we see often where people compromise on recovery because they've maybe not had the consistency in the earlier part of a block. Um, or look, just looking for shortcuts all the time can impede the development of the patient mindset and you become someone who just wants instant results and instant results and the, f the, the drive to get them can use the result in all the things I've just left listed below. Now that was a bit of a long, you might have to go back and listen to that again, it won't, everything won't apply to you and I would very much doubt if you tick every one of those boxes but I would ask you to reflect on, have you found yourself in the mindset of any of these outcomes of microwavable magic bullets though looking for shortcuts and if you have ask yourself can you think about them differently and do something differently next time as well i'm going to hand you over to paul now who's going to take you home on this week's podcast thanks a lot james for that uh, the expression that really stood out to me there was believe it or not impatience becomes your impingement and we see that all the time in training for ultras people tend to get the bug pretty quickly and want to almost immediately get to running 100 miles without having done the necessary work and learned a lot more about the sport and about themselves. 
James covered a lot of ground when it comes to training and the athletic life. So I'll leave that for now and talk about how that same seeking of a shortcut happens in our normal life too. Firstly, I think impatience and immediacy is ever present in most parts of our life now. And it's not necessarily our fault or failing, but driven by the way our lives are set up and the zeitgeist of the 20s, everything is so very fast paced. We consume episodic entertainment in single sittings. We order food from any country, not literally any country, but any style of food, or a loaf and a pint of milk with three taps on a phone screen. And we fully expect the door to ring in less than 30 minutes. We send the emails and WhatsApp messages and we assume that there's something wrong if we don't get an immediate reply. We want to be living the perfect life by the age of 30. We don't save for bigger purchases anymore. We buy now and pay later if we have to. There's just no reason for us to wait for anything anymore. In the words of the great Glaswegian Billy Conley from many years ago, and I'll butcher this, I haven't said it exactly as he said it, but we want some of that, plenty of this, and all of fucking that. And pay attention, because my demands will change by tomorrow. And I know that was part of a comedy routine, but there's a serious edge to that too. We feel shortchanged when things aren't happening as fast as we want them to. We want and expect more because we've convinced ourselves that these things are the route to happiness. And when we realise it's not, we just wait for the next desire to build in us, if we ever have to wait at all. I also think we carry a weight of expectation to be successful and we've happily welcomed those measures into our daily lives. Success has become more important than happiness and that gap seems to be ever widening. And I think many of us see success and happiness as being the same thing and they're really not. So with such a focus on success, it's inevitable that we look for shortcuts to get us there quicker, easier, and because we think we'll be happier when we do get there. We crave shortcuts. We're fascinated by child superstars or people who'd made it to the top by the age of 20. We love lists and sound bites and snapshots. We search Google for seven ways to succeed in life or the top ways to get the job of your dreams. We buy well-packaged courses or tutorials on how to earn six figures in six months or or we buy thousands of followers on Instagram to become that influencer who everyone loves. But deep down, and maybe maybe it's really deep down, we know there's no quick route to happiness, and that's a problem with shortcuts. Trying to achieve your dreams or goals fast rarely works. Shortcuts won't take you to where you really want to be. They'll take you somewhere quickly, but you're likely to get stuck, and then all you'll do is look for more shortcuts. So what exactly is a shortcut? Now I've thought about this quite a lot, maybe too much, and it's really not that complicated. It's cutting corners. And when you cut corners in life, maybe with your career or how you parent or with the friendships and the relationships that you form, they actually take you off track. And whilst you might get that initial feeling of progress, they come with a cost too. Now these might be small, but everything has a cost, be it ethical, emotional, financial or even moral. So what are you willing to trade of yourself to take a shortcut? And just to add to the long list of analogies in this episode, it's like building a house. If you take shortcuts from day one when you're laying the foundations, you might end up with a house that's ready sooner and on the face of it, it's cost you less. But you've eaten into the integrity of the building and at some point in the future, that shortcut debt will have to be repaid. 
So maybe instead of investing time looking for the shortest route to success or to whatever you think it is that's going to make you happy, invest time and energy in preparing yourself. Reflect on your behaviours. Here's a few questions uh, you might think about asking yourself. The first being, how do you deal with shortcuts? And what would you do if something opened up to you but you had to accept a moral cost that only you'd know about? There's some good examples you could think about, but I'll, I'll leave that open for the moment. The second is, how can you strengthen your foundation? Is that about deliberate practice, consistency and patience? And then the third is, what can you start doing now? What long-term habits could you develop? Which ones are not serving you well? I think we could all do with focusing more on working hard, on prioritising being the best you can be over just being successful. It's about showing up. Achievement shouldn't be the goal itself, but a reward for your effort. You have to also remain open to new ways of doing things. It's okay to experiment whilst remembering that doing is the best way to get better at something. Practice. If you want to be a better runner, you need to do more running. Just as if you want to be a better podcaster or presenter or carpenter, you need to do more podcasting, presenting or carpentry. And that's always going to include a demand for you to stretch yourself. Change happens one new behaviour at a time, one focused hour after another, and one experience feeds the potential for future experiences. It will take you less time and effort to do a thing the difficult way than it will to buy, try and discard all of the shortcuts. That's by Seth Gordon. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Take the wiser road, not the shortcut. And we'll be back soon with mistake number three in training and life. Thanks for listening. Cheers.